Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Bracing for Sally. It's the Wednesday edition of the Mark Aram Show. We're going to have fun while we can. Uh, Johnny Kilbasa is going to join us with a faster review. I'm going to talk about the tailgating, quote, ban at UGA football games. And we're going to play Millennial Match Game in just a second. But the latest on uh, on Hurricane Sally. Uh, I guess massive flooding expected as it makes landfall. And uh, you heard Kirk Meller say that most of the heavy rainfall will be south of Metro Atlanta, south and east from like Columbus up to Athens. Uh, but we're going to get rain here tomorrow. We'll have the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. And even though we're still kind of ramping up out of pandemic traffic, anytime it rains, Longoria, you know, yeah, traffic. I mean, everyone, it's so weird, Chuck, because when it rains, it seems like everyone turns into Longoria on the road, right? <laughs> I mean, not true. Just, just. It was hard driving in. Yeah, it's just everyone it's loses true. their mind. Dodging bullets. They drive like Longoria does on dry pavement, which mm-hmm. is not a good thing. Uh, but you know what? Let's kick things off in Millennial Match Game, Judd. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Uh, joining us uh, from, I don't know where you live, Ashley. Where do you live? I live in Smyrna, but we might as well call it Atlanta. No, we're calling it Smyrna. You're not latching on. Uh, Listen, (laughs) be proud of Smyrna. I lived in Smyrna. It's a great town. Ashley from our uh, sales department joins us, a returning player of Millennial Match Game. Ashley, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, my name's Ashley. I do work in the sales department here. And fun fact, I just bought a new pet tonight, and I'm on my way to take him home. He's a lizard. You bought a pet lizard. That's that's on brand for Ashley. If you know Ashley, that's on brand. Uh, so, Ashley, we haven't seen you in months, six months now, right? Basically, uh, how are you holding up during the COVID? Well, you know, I've had many mental breakdowns. I have cut 16 inches of my hair off, and I started jogging um, lightly. But I don't think that's going to work out for very long. All right. Good. Good to know. You know a lot about Ashley Dawson right now. All right. Uh, let's meet our <laughs> contestants on the phone. Tommy's in Covington. Tommy, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Uh, Tommy Cagle, uh, construction worker. And uh, out here checking trail cameras right now. See what kind of deer I got on here. Oh, my man. Uh, any relation to Casey Cagle, Tommy? Uh, not that I know of. All right. Check that Ancestry.com out. You might be surprised. Uh, you're going to be playing John and Griffin. John, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Um, I work in a warehouse. I'm 53 years old and happily married for 20 years. My man, congratulations on the uh, 20th anniversary. All right. Today's Millennial Match Game category, city nicknames. City nicknames. So I'm going to say a city nickname, uh, Tommy and John. You don't need to know uh, what city the nickname belongs to. You just have to guess whether Millennial Ashley will. So you just have to guess whether she will know. When in doubt, the Millennial doesn't know. Let's do a quick example. This one doesn't count. Uh, Ashley, uh, the Big Apple. What city is the Big Apple? New York. 
That is correct. So it's very simple. Very simple game. City nicknames, as always. Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. All right, Tommy, you're up first. Here we go. <clears throat> this city nickname is the live music capital of the world. That's a uh, long nickname. The live music capital of the world. Will Millennial Ashley know what city that is? When in doubt, it's no. So I agree. I agree. <laughs> The live music capital of the world, Ashley, is what city? Oh, God. Uh, when in doubt, no is probably a good answer, but uh, Nashville? That, I, that's a great guess. I'm taking you to Austin, and I'm going to lie. Austin, you Texas is the uh, live music capital of the world. Longoria, you are allegedly from Texas. You ever been to Austin? Lived there for six years. Did you love it? Oh, yeah, me and Leslie, yeah. Yeah, it was, why did you leave? Um, for job. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got to pay I, the bills. I wouldn't have left if it wasn't for a job. Did yeah. you not hire him here? You just like stole I him away. I have no hiring power yeah, or no. firing power. Uh, there, I went to San Antonio before I came here, so that's why. All right. Good stuff. All right. You get the point, Tommy. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. John, here we go. This city nickname is the Queen City. The Queen City. Will millennial Ashley know what city has the nickname of the Queen City? Yes, she will. All right, Queen, not Clean. It's Q U E E N, not Clean City. It's the Queen City, Ashley. What city is that? The Queen City. I'm gonna have to say. Oh God, I don't even know. I'll just say Portland, Oregon. Charlotte, North Carolina, is the Queen City. Do you know why, Longoria? I do not. Queen Elizabeth was conceived in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, that sounds about right. People yes. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kidding. I have no idea. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure that is not true. I just made that up. I think it might have been with King Charles, and Charlotte's the feminine version of King Charles. Oh, right? okay. Th that's actually a valid answer. All right, uh, tied up after. No, no. Tommy's leading one nothing after one round of Millennial Match Game. Millennial Match Game continues on the Mark Aram Show. City nicknames. Millennial Ashley playing with us. Tommy, you're up. Uh, this uh, city nickname is the Circle City. The Circle City. Will Millennial Ashley know what town has the nickname of the Circle City? Well, uh, I'm going to say no again. Yeah, definitely not. Again, folks, when in doubt, say no. I'd be very surprised, uh, Ashley. I would not have known this. The Circle City. What's the Circle City? Uh, Miami. Wow, why would you say Miami? I'm curious. For some reason in my mind, everything in Florida is flat, and that means it makes a better circle. I thought you were going to say uh, because of Miami Circle off of Piedmont. There's a you know nice little, but no, it's uh, <laughs> Indianapolis, Indiana. The racetrack, Circle Racetrack, the Indy 500. All right, uh, Tommy gets the point. When in doubt, the millennial does not know. Uh, this city's nickname, John, is the Old Smoke. The Old Smoke. Uh, will Millennial Ashley know what town that is? The Old Smoke. No. Yeah. Now you're getting it, John. Now you're getting it. The, <laughs> the Old Smoke, Ashley. What town is nicknamed the Old Smoke? <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, let's go with... Let's go with... Is Wichita a city? Wichita is a city. Good job. <laughs> London, England is okay. the uh, old smoke. Do you, uh, Deborah, you're a, you're a file. Why is it called the old smoke? Industrial revolution overnight and basically took over England and it became polluted. Oh, I thought it was like uh, old cigarettes. 
No, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like the smoke off the Thames River or something? I don't Thames, know. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. right. No. Oh, so we all learned something. I had no idea that London was called the no, Smoke City. Uh, all right. It is Tommy's turn. Tommy, this one she might get. All right. Okay. The City of Light. What nickname? Is, what city has the nickname the City of Light? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you on this and say yes. Yeah, I think I think Ashley knows this one. The City of Light, Ashley. Is it Los Angeles? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Sorry, oh, Tommy. Are they wrong? Yes, Gay Paris, Paris, France, the City of Light. That's the City of Light. Yeah. I mean, I speak French. <laughs> What, that's why I thought you'd get it. That's why I thought you'd get it. What did you guess, Los Angeles? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's the City of Angels, by the way. City of Angels, not oh, the City man. of Light. Yeah. I've been right. watching so much Lucifer, and I got that wrong. I, I let you down. You ever been to Paris, Deborah Green? Yes, I have. Is it? Did you enjoy it? Cause I people, did. I people did. say that they ta- they hate Americans. It's, and well, the French people might not be the friendliest place, yeah. but Paris itself is beautiful. All right, maybe maybe when the pandemic's over, we'll go there as a uh, as a group. All right, uh, that was Tommy. I let Tommy yeah. down. John, you can uh, you can tie this up, buddy. This city's nickname is called the Valley of the Sun. The Valley of the Sun. Will Millennial Ashley know what city has the nickname of the Valley of the Sun? Uh, no. There you go. Stay with it, yeah. Stay with the no. <laughs> Valley of the Sun, Ashley. You know what? I hope it's right just to show you all, but it's probably wrong. Tucson? Tu- Whoa, so close. Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. You got the state right. That's good. Yeah, yeah the Phoenix Suns, right? The Phoenix Suns, Longoria. Longoria lost a lot of money betting on the Phoenix Suns over the years. Uh, All right, so we are now tied 2-2. Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. This is a tough one, Tommy. I'm not going to even give my my opinion on this one. You do your own because I screwed you last time. This uh, city's nickname is called Stump Town. Stump Town. She hadn't got one yet, so I'm going to (laughs) know. Stump Town, Ashley. Stump Town. Stumptown. It sounds like, I don't even know. Something yeah. out of, all right. Uh, Stumptown. Stump, S-T-U-M-P, I, town. It's like where they do a lot of logging. I guess I'll just say St. Louis. St. <laughs> Louis, the famous <laughs> logging town of St. Louis. <laughs> you were close. Portland, Oregon. I guess that first. The giant redwoods. St. Louis, I don't even know if they have any trees in St. Louis. They've got the arch. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you get the point. Stumptown is Portland, Oregon. Loretta Lynn, by the way, underrated talent there. All right. This is John's turn. John, the Eternal City. This city's nickname is the Eternal City. Will Millennial Ashley know what city has that nickname? The Eternal City. I'll say no. Yeah, of course. No, no, no. Uh, Ashley, the Eternal City. Let's go with um, Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Also known as Rome, Italy. Rome, Italy. Very close. Isn't Minneapolis the Twin Cities, right? Isn't that what yes, it is? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, real quick before uh, we end this section of Millennium Match Game, Tommy, City in Motion. City in Motion is this town's nickname. Will Millennial Ashley know? No, sir. Of course not. The city in motion is what, Ashley? I, I don't feel bad. I wouldn't have known this one either. I really love all of the faith that you guys have in me. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 
Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. That's a great guess because the horses and Buford. City in motion is San Diego. I have been there. I've been there too. Do you know uh, San Diego comes from the old German, which means whales? No, I'm kidding. San Diego. <laughs> it's from Anchorman. You got to look it up. All right, we'll come back. End around round two of Millennium Match Game. What is the score, Deborah Green? Tommy Four, John Three. All right, we got a nail biter. We'll come back. Hang tight. It's Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Final round of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. We're 4-3, to three and it is John's turn. City nickname edition of Millennial Match Game. John, will uh, Millennial Ashley know what city has the nickname of the Emerald City? The Emerald City. I'm going to go against my better judgment and say yeah. Emerald City, Ashley, what is it? Isn't that in the Wizard of Oz? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that the Wizard of Oz? Is that even a real city? It could be. Um, it could be. It's the Emerald City. It's where the wizard lives. We're going to say that it's... Um, what state was that in? Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> yeah, that is not the correct answer, though. That's a, that's a state. Uh, so we're going to say... Seattle. You're not getting it. It's Seattle, Washington. It's Seattle, Washington. John, you shouldn't have gone against your better judgment. That means Tommy is the winner... Tommy, uh, what did Ashley, Ashley, uh, Deborah, what did Tommy win tonight? Tommy's got a uh, one-car pass to go see Yacht Rock Review at Ameris Bank Amphitheater on October 24th. It is good for four people in one car. That is a pricey ticket. Congratulations, Tommy. Ashley, you were the first millennial to go... Zero four zero. You didn't get yes, a single one, but you—you like you were very entertaining, though. We miss you so much. Hopefully, we'll see you soon, buddy. Oh, absolutely, bud. All right, we'll come right back after news, weather, and traffic. Hang tight. This is the Mark Aram Show. Come on. This is Arthur Blank, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Six thirty-nine, sixty-four degrees on Peace Street Street. Four on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Is fall here, guys? Is fall here? Do you know what is coming here? Our buddy Hurricane Sally, which has uh, made landfall and is flooding our neighbors to the southwest. And we will feel the impact here tomorrow. Kirk Mellish says most of the heavy flooding is going to be south of the city uh, and east of the city. So draw a line. Uh, don't actually draw a line, but in your mind, draw a line between Columbus and Athens and and south of that line is going to be the heaviest flooding. But we can, I, I don't know, like two to three inches. Yeah. That's a lot of rain. That is. Did you know this stat? I bet Chuck knows this growing up in Montana. <laughs> um, so yes. three inches of rain. Let's say hypothetically okay. at Chuck's stone house, you get three inches of rain. Do you know what that would translate to into snow? Oh, Lord. Feet and feet and feet. Yeah. So apparently every of inch snow. of rain equals a foot of snow. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah. Um, it's a lot because if you take snow and boil it down, it's yeah, it's about yeah, whatever. I want to see Longoria do that, boil snow down. We do, do we, that. <laughs> if it snows this year, I'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, that's the math there. So an inch of rain is a foot of snow. Yeah. So three inches of rain would be three feet of snow. Just to give you an idea, I think that shows how much rain that is. Right, that's a, a lot of water. Amount of rain. Yeah. So it's good. Traffic's going to be a nightmare. We got you covered though. Atlanta's only twenty-four hour traffic center here for you. Kirk Mellish is on call twenty-four-seven. Uh, so we got you covered no matter what happens with our buddy, Hurricane Sally. Sally that girl. All right, so I want to talk about tailgating. Are you guys tailgaters? 
Yeah. Used to be. Used to be? Yeah, loved it. The Grizz games, the Montana yep. Grizz games. Mm-hmm. Deborah Green, you're a Big Ten gal. I mean, when I lived back home and yeah. I was in college, and well, in high school too, yeah, I was, I'd go to all the tailgates. I uh, I have... I never tailgated until I moved to Georgia and went, really? started going to UGA games. Yeah, my first college football game ever that I attended, and I'm a big sports guy, was a UGA game. Like, I just college football was not really on the radar. You support your own school? No, not once. They were the football team with jerks in my school. Aside for the couple friends that I had, it was there was a baseball football team kind of rivalry. Anyway, our football team was garbage. Um, it was like Division Nine. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, and you were Division One, so Division you wouldn't one. want to mix the two. Exactly, yeah, okay. we, we That's frowned. What we upon. Understand, yeah, we frowned on on the. Fo- anyway, um, I used to tailgate uh, when I first moved here. I was dating uh, a girl that went to UGA, and uh, her and her roommates. She had three roommates. And they would set up the tailgate every Saturday. They'd get up at like six in the morning oh, and, yeah. and do the stuff. And I would go, and it was fun. I enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, but tailgating to me is that's a young person's game, it right? Definitely is. I'm 46 now, and I went tailgating last year at one game, the Georgia Notre Dame game. It's too much. Yeah, there's just too much going on. You have to get up early. You have to, there's very limited access to bathrooms. Unless you are, that's number one for me is the access to bathrooms. Unless you have a prime spot like near the library, you're looking at a porta potty. And, you know, tailgating plus the game, that could be like 12, 16 hours, depending on how serious you are. I can't be uh, only limited to a porta potty for 12 to 16 hours. <laughs> right, right. I can't. You know, back in 1998, yeah, I, all right, fine. And that, in 2020, I need. A porcelain receptacle inside a building with running water. So to me, my tailgating days are over. And the more I think about it, like it was fine when I was with my girlfriend and she would do the spread herself. But you ever get invited to tailgates? Yeah. Hmm. No, Longoria? I'll I've invite ne- you to one. Yeah, I've never been invited. To like one. <laughs> you've got, unless it's catered by like Fox Brothers or right. like it's kind of like a potluck dinner. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. everyone brings a dish. Like, oh, Cindy made her pasta salad. and Again. And Bertha made the macaroni. and what, Somebody they, threw weenies and barbecue sauce basically. and just turned on the <laughs> slow cooker. Now, when I was food insecure in 1998, that was fine. I was like, I'll eat potluck whatever. Sure. But, food. But at 46, I don't want to yeah. mess with potlucks. Yeah. I don't know that kitchen. I don't know where that's coming from. So unless it's catered by Chick-fil-A or Publix, where shopping is a pleasure, or um, um, uh, you know Jim and Nick's Barbecue, wherever, I'm not trusting Deborah. No, no, let me think of a different name. <laughs> I, I was like, say, pick somebody else. I'm not a bad cook. I'm not trusting Frank's uh, wieners in the cocktail sauce or whatever. Yeah, he, yeah like so it kind of skeeves me out. So and and last year when I did go to the tailgate. And this this is fully, uh, and we're going to get to the story that's bringing that I why I'm talking about this. It was because it was Notre Dame game. It was jammed. Like there were so many people, and it wasn't like a nice relaxing tailgate. It was like everyone's like crunched up together. Oh no, gross. Except for Bill Caiaccio, he had a very nice relaxing tailgate uh, up near the uh, student newspaper in the parking lot there. It was just like four miles from the game. So <laughs> I, 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 it, it was uphill. It was, it was anyway, the reason I'm talking about this is UGA is limiting. I'm not going to say banning, but limiting tailgating at the dogs games this year. Uh, I'll give you my thoughts on that. And, and uh, let's just talk about tailgating. My uh, theory is that's a young person's game. 
you get to a certain age, it's, it's just not worth the effort. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. From the AJC, University of Georgia announced it won't allow tailgating before football games this season. However, the school will allow groups of ticket holders to gather in parking lots up to three hours before kickoff. Uh, So it's a weird situation. We're not going to see the massive tailgating that we would normally see at UGA, which kind of makes sense because... They're, the fans are going to be limited inside uh, Sanford Stadium. You know, not everyone can get in. I think uh, maybe 20% capacity, I think, is what they're going to do. Um, but I would thought, you know, if you can't go to the game, most of the people that tailgate don't go in anyway, right? Right, right. That's the whole purpose. Exactly. And it, that's not just for uh, UGA games. That's anywhere. You know, majority of people that tailgate are just going to have a good time. And it is a good time. I'm just over it. I'm just, it's it's passed me by. Yeah. It, it's a young person's endeavor. Yeah, you're getting just, old, I understand. Especially like driving from Atlanta. You got to get up early. You got to fight the traffic to Athens. You got to find a place to park. That is redonkulously tough. That's the worst. Then you got to, I mean, it's, and then if you're going to drink, what, you know, when do you stop drinking so you can drive back home? It's horrible. Last year, I, t- I took, um, shout out to Chris Egan. Um, he has a personal driver. Of course he does. And really? uh, yeah, oh, gosh. not like every day. <laughs> oh, not, I was not like, like, oh, every day. Not every day. <laughs> no, no, no. He's Jeez, got, how much money is this dude making? He's, he's got, <laughs> oh, he might have one every year. I don't know. Jeez. But he's got a guy that like if, if he's going out to dinner with his wife or he's going to a concert, he's got a guy that will drive him. So Egan hooked me up with this guy. So last year at Notre Dame, I knew I was going to be drinking all day. So I, I used this guy. It was great. It was not cheap. But I didn't have to worry about parking. I didn't have to worry about driving drunk or anything like that. What does like it do that. for the 10 hours that you're there at the game? Well, he went back to Atlanta. Oh, and then he yeah. comes back and picked you up? Yeah, and he comes oh, back. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was worth it. I mean, if you have the means, it's yeah, yeah, worth yeah, yeah. it. Because I remember so many games are going just trying to find parking. It was a Parking's nightmare. Awful. I mean, it's such a little city. You got 150,000 bananas coming in. You try to find a parking spot. It's crazy. Anyway, my, my tailgating days for the most part, are over. It's just, it's a young person's deal. Uh, your thoughts on the limitation. Uh, Harris is in Lilburn. Harris, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, uh, Mazel Tov on your wedding. Thank you, Harris. Yes. Um, so, I, my family's been tailgating. We've had the same seats right on the 45-yard line for 40 years. And it, for us, it's a family gathering. Everybody has the same parking spots reserved and stuff. And we, we all... 20 people go and we get to see each other and hang out. So it's like um, that. Oh, the social, the social aspect of it is phenomenal. There's no question about it. Absolutely. What do you do for bathrooms though, Harris? We go to the bookstore. Okay. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. All right. That's not bad. I could deal with an indoor bookstore bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like a, it's like a quarter mile walk to it. So. All right. I, I mean, it, yeah. That could be cutting it close sometimes, but like when when I went when I was dating the girl at UGA, they tailgated in front of the library, and we could just scoot right in, and I had to go hurry hurry poopies, boom, right inside the library. Uh, when we come back after news, weather, and traffic, your thoughts on the restrictive, extremely restrictive tailgating rules this year at Georgia? Are you still gonna do it? Are you gonna miss it? And your thoughts in general on tailgating? Four zero four. 
872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I wish we saw the lonely tailgater to chime in on this, on that puppy. Maybe someday. Maybe someday he'll return to the fold with blessed or not blessed. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Oh, and if you do tailgate and you do that potluck style, what do you? what's the dish you bring? I've got a funny dish. Uh, that'll tell you about when I come back after news, weather, traffic. Hang tight. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. You no, know I want this town to be near you. to the show to go to Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screening them calls. Johnny Kielbasa is going to join us in 30 minutes with a facet review. Also, we're going to hear from an author of a uh, book that is very intriguing. Uh, 111 places in Atlanta that you must not miss. Interesting stuff there. Uh, I want to continue our talk about UJ announces no tailgating, joining other SEC schools that are banning tailgating, including Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, Florida, LSU, Ole Miss, Miss State, Texas A&M. Texas A&M, excuse me, is open to tailgating, but South Carolina is discouraging it. Others have not made a final decision. So no, quote, tailgating, but groups uh, can meet uh, up to three hours before kickoff ticket holders. I wonder if they're going to check your tickets. I don't know how they're going to enforce this. I, I really I've don't. I've never been to a UGA tailgate, but Shame on there you. used to be like <laughs> specific lots that you could go to yeah. for ticket holders. So I don't know if it's the same here. I think the rules are in Athens. Anywhere you can set up a grill is where you can tailgate. Like I don't, I don't even think there's anywhere you can't. I've seen some ridiculous tailgating spots. So back in like 05 and 06, uh, there was a starting quarterback for the dogs named Joe Tarashinsky. Good dude. Solid quarterback. Didn't make the pros or anything like that. Uh, but I was tail group, tailgating with a bunch of friends. And in honor of Joe Tarashinsky, they made Cherishinskis. And this this girl would take these cherries and, like, soak them overnight in grain alcohol. Oh, yeah. And they're, like, little cherry bombs. That, that's been my favorite tailgating uh, dietary experience. What do you want to see at a tailgate, Longoria? Barbecue. Barbecue? Oh, yeah. Got to have the brisket. Yeah, something. Chuck, venison, what are you looking for at a tailgate? Oh, if you give me a good, like, elk chili or something. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, chili's good, What too. What was the typical fare at a Montana uh, tailgating operation? Uh, a, a lot of... A lot of beef and a lot of wings, yeah. but then a lot of wild game. A lot of venison, a lot <laughs> of elk, amazing. a lot of buffalo. A lot of yeah. buffalo burgers. Oh, hot it's damn, It's easy Longoria. to get buffalo Bison filet? Can yep. Longoria get yeah. a bison filet? Yeah, so a lot of wild game. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm assuming in the, in uh, Wisconsin it was a lot of cheese dips. Oh, gosh, cheese curds. Cheese curds. Oh, cheese fried cheese curds, Solid. regular cheese curds mixed up. Yep. Yeah, all right. Again, second hour of the show, I just start talking about food. Sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, your thoughts on the, quote, tailgating ban? And uh, what do you need to see at a tailgate? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Barbara joins us on the Mark Arab Show. Hello, Barbara. Hey, Mark. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Hey, and crew, good to hear you on the radio again. Um, My good friend told her husband, her husband has been a tailgater since he was in college at 25, and now he's pushing 55. And she told him, 
I'm not going tailgating with you again unless we have an RV. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, I would do that. Now, I would if, so, if it was an RV and food where I knew it was coming from, I would definitely be on board with that. Yeah, he went out the next day and bought an RV. <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, I don't know if uh, you can fact check me on this, Deborah Green, but since COVID, like, RV sales are through the roof. Oh, yeah. I had a story about oh, that yeah. a couple weeks ago. They're crazy right now because people are afraid to stay other places. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I would, I'd love RVs. I don't know if I'd go so far as to buying one. I think I'd rent one if I needed to. Rent it and try it, and I bet you would buy one after that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because they are amazing. I mean, they... I mean, you were talking about having a, a porcelain commode. Some of these places, <laughs> some of them are like ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, just ridiculous bathrooms. I, uh, I when I went in to see it, it had a standalone shower and a tub. I could, I, I was oh, like, damn. Hey, are you kidding me? But nope, it was there. I uh, the the reason I'm hesitant to buy one is I just don't have any place to park it. Right? I mean, I would have to park it here at the station. I have, I have nowhere. <laughs> I keep it upstairs. I mean, there's yeah. no one else here. It's not yeah. like you're taking up a yeah. parking spot. No, I yeah, now we can get it in room. the garage. I'd have to park it out by the satellite dishes, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. saying. Still, that's all right. And then I walk out there, and Alex Williams is living there when his wife kicks him out. <laughs> <laughs> Napping during or the day. Russ. Or, or Russ is living yeah, there. Russ. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Barbara, thanks. So good to hear your voice again. Good to talk to you, Mark. Have a good one. Take care. Uh, Teresa's in Douglasville. Teresa, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, congratulations, and it's good to have you back. Thank you so much. Um, I have a potluck that I want to tell you about. Okay. About 20 years ago, my mother was over the potluck at their church, and all these people, this lady brought this uh, dressing dish, like chicken and dressing, Mm -hmm. and everybody was just standing in line for it, just making over the dish, and... The lady got home later that night and realized that she had picked up the wrong dish. Uh, the wrong casserole and dish? it was actually cat food. Oh, my gosh. Are I, you serious? I never ate at another potluck, me and my sister, ever again after that. That's exactly why I don't do the potluck stuff. <laughs> like, we, we, before COVID, we used to have them here. Like oh, they, we'd have a God. Thanksgiving potluck, right? And the yeah. station would be, would buy the turkey and right. the stuffing, yeah, stuff like dressing, that. right? Um, but then like employees yeah. would bring in like green bean uh, casserole and the desserts, and and I, I'm sorry, I'm not. I, I love yeah. my coworkers. Like I would eat something yeah. from Longoria's house and Deborah's house and Chuck's house. Yeah, but you know, but that millennial, <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that the millennial, millennial doesn't talk. I'm not eating his stuff. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 93% of the traffic team. I'm not eating anything out of their kitchen. And there's a video of the lady that went viral on YouTube two or three years ago or Facebook. She was cleaning and uh, uh, covering her chicken wings in the kitchen sink. What? Yes. There's a video there. She would put a whole thing of chicken wings in her kitchen sink, wash them, and then she coated them and did all that. In the kitchen sink. In the sink. That's the. I've heard of washing them, but not doing all the other stuff. Yeah, I'd rather she did it in the bathtub, right? I would imagine the bathtub. The shower with the disposal. (laughs) Yeah, the Kramer shower. Great call, Teresa. Thanks so much, buddy. Uh, George is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Georgie. Hi there, Mark. I just got to say that every tailgate needs to have three things, and that is nicotine, 
alcohol, and marijuana. <laughs> I, you know what? That's a, that's a hill to stand on, George. I'm not going to argue with that. The, the the tailgate. I mean, I don't know if you guys you guys haven't been to Georgia tailgates. No, I have. Yeah, I've been to one. It's, it's so amazing. So. The, the transformation of the tailgate in the 25 years that I've been here is crazy. So back when I would go, you'd have the transistor radio, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd have the, you know, whatever, uh, the deli platter and a, a cooler full of beer. Like yeah. that was basically Chips it. Chips and dip, maybe. Chips and dip, yes, yeah, that's that a good. Um, and now, last year, like every tailgate had like a widescreen TV. Oh, yeah. Widescreen? Big screen. Big screen. Big Flat wide. Screen? Flat screen. Flat screen. Yeah. That's what you meant to say. Yeah, big TV. Generators. Yeah. Um, like uh, heating elements for the food with the little sterno things. And, like long table. Like there was, when I started tailgating, you had a you had a blanket or a beach towel. Like that was, <laughs> yeah. that was yeah, where you. portable stoves now. Like yeah. a Coleman stove where you can actually fry, cook and yeah, fry. Yeah, big green eggs. People actually doing yeah. stuff there. Um, I mean, it is, I mean, it's a full-time gig. And there's, my buddy Sam Lambert does a great tailgate. And he has the energy for it. Like he will get up three in the morning and drive. He's got big tents and like the generate. Like he'll drive from Atlanta to Athens, get their tailgating spot, set it up like big truck and the. T- it's incredible. It's like a th- another job. They, people used to show up sometimes Thursday for a Saturday game if they were driving an RV yeah. to the games to to start to set up, and they'd be there for two days. Yeah. When I lived in. Um, Missouri, Kansas, the Chiefs that they have, they're kind of out of town mm-hmm. and they're right next to the Royals. The parking lot is just, it's, it feels like miles. Yeah. People start showing up. It's just nothing but t- they'll, they'll be there for two, three days. Two, three days. That's, set up and I, I, I don't know. I, that's too much for me. Yeah. When, <laughs> when I would go down day, to the but... Georgia Florida game in Jacksonville, that was pretty cool because. There's no like assigned tailgating spots. No, you just pull in. Yeah, so you like you'd be next to a. Fl- I mean, it's fifty fifty usually. So you you'll be. It was fun, and my goodness, the Florida Gator gals are, <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. It is crazy stuff out there. Nice. But I, the only other time I I went tailgating was as a kid. My buddy Eric Chadwick um, took me, and his his dad took me to a Jets game. I hate the Jets. But they were, they were playing the Indianapolis Colts. And the only reason I remember this was uh, Eric Dickerson had just joined the Colts, like the Hall of Fame running back from the Los Rams. Angeles Rams. Yeah, it was his first game with the the Colts. And I remember we had, I was scared, scared, not because of the ridiculously idiotic Jets fans. That's scary in itself. But we, we were in the old Meadowlands, like the Clark Howard seats. Yeah. The steepest incline. There's, it's scary. Like Mount Kilimanjaro. And I'm like nine years old looking down going, oh, my God, we're going to die. But anyway, the extent of tailgating was Chadwick's dad called me up and was like, I'm going to Carbones. What do you want? Which was like the, the deli. I'm like, I don't know, uh, ro- roast beef grinder. He's like, all right, that was it. That was all. That was Yeah, I had a roast sandwich, a cold sandwich, <laughs> and one soda. Not even. Not even. I'm going to Carbones. What do you want? Dixie cup of water. I was like, I'll take the uh, I'll take the roast beef sub. Carbones does have. Shout out to if you're ever in Torrington, Connecticut, they put like four pounds of meat on their sub sandwiches. Carbones, good stuff. Uh, we'll come back. Oh, we got to hear from the guy, the author of uh, Travis of the 111 things you need to see in Atlanta. Must do. That's coming up next. Hang tight. This is the Mark Air Show. 
Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back to the show, 723, 65 degrees on Peachtree Street. We're monitoring our buddy Hurricane Sally, which is just dumping literally tons of water on our southern neighbors. And we're going to feel the effects tomorrow. Kirk Mellish of the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. And uh, it's going to impact our traffic here locally. Everyone's driving like Longoria when it rains. So Atlanta's only 24-hour traffic center is on call. Uh, We are doing something cool here on WSB Radio, Deborah Green. Yeah, we're giving away a virtual backpack. So if you're looking for supplies for school, register at wsbradio.com to win a 15-inch laptop and a T-Mobile hotspot. Sorry about that. Normally, I give you advance notice when I want you to do that. I got but it. Yeah, all right. You're, you're a professional. Do you know also as a professional? Our buddy Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, what's going on, buddy? Hey, hey. Um, that girl, Sherry, uh, that I was talking about yesterday in Florida, she said there's no cell phone service and no power. Or she's just avoiding your calls. Like that might. Well, How are you getting in touch with her? from her dad's house. <laughs> well, that's cool. She okay, though? Yeah, that there's no no power. That's not good. But. That is not good. That The only time, and I, I'm so mad I was off last week during September 11th, because I really like doing the September 11th show. Um, the only time, right after September 11th, there was no cell service in, in New York or the surrounding areas, and I couldn't get in touch with my friends and email old-fashioned email was the only way you could get in touch with anybody not the same wow. level of angst i'm sure russ with your new girl down in florida but totally and by the way uh jim posted on my facebook page said uh russ in gainesville is an old friend of mine when i lived in Cumming. he graduated high school from fchs in 75 when it was the only high school in the county do you remember jim yeah yeah jim yeah i think i know who you're talking All about right. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Jim's a fan. Your high school buddy's a fan of Russ in Gainesville. (laughs) Thanks. Hey, you know, I saw something funny a little while ago. Um, Right when your show came on, the Ed Sullivan show was on, and Elvis was on there. And the whole song is showing from, like, chest up. Oh, they didn't want it. Where where was Ed Sullivan on? Where were you watching that? There's a a channel called Decades, and it's on there all the time. Okay. I never. I was too young for Ed Sullivan. I mean, I know who, I know who Ed Sullivan is, but I was I was too too young for the Ed Sullivan show. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny. They were scared to show his body. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he's moving. He was gyrating those hips like Russ in Gainesville. They they weren't ready for that back in the day. Uh, Russ, yeah, take sure. care, my friend. We'll uh, get ready for. Oh, oh, I'm off Friday for the Jewish holiday. So maybe we could do Russ tomorrow. Russ's game. Oh, I have one hour tomorrow. All right, Russ, you're off this week. For the never have I ever game, so relax, take care of your girlfriend on the on the Gulf Coast. Okay, thanks a lot, Mark. All right, there you go, Russ in Gainesville. I bet Russ would uh, wouldn't mind the potluck at the tailgate, oh, right? Yeah. Russ would, would dive in head Total first on that. Dipper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah I bet. Russ double dips the chip. Coming back uh, after news, weather, and traffic. The author of 111 places in Atlanta that you must not miss. If you think you're a native, you know it all. You might not. Uh, this guy's going to tell you well, why. Travis Taylor's joining us. Plus, Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review and your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 
Speaking of football, lost in Longoria's Fantasy Football League to Judd this week. Judd whooped me. I won pretty much all my other leagues, though. How, did you win, Longoria? I lost both of them. You lost both of them? Yeah. yeah. That's what you get for being a homer and drafting all the Texans. Longoria's league, <laughs> I Chuck. Like, I got two of them. It's the strangest league ever because they're all Texans homers. And so, None like, of them are. So they leave the rest of None the league of open are. for you. There's some Dallas Cowboys. Deshaun Watson went in the first round. No, no. other league in the world. No. I mean, he's a great quarterback. Yeah. But he went in the Top first five. round. Top five? Yeah. Ridiculous. And I lost in that league where Deshaun Watson <laughs> oh, went no. in the top uh, first round. Uh, Johnny Cabas is going to join us with a faster review. But, uh, but first, Longoria, a lot of you folks have uh, listened to the show recently know that uh, after my marriage, uh, I couldn't go anywhere because of the pandemic. So no honeymoon. Honeymoon is postponed, but I had a great idea. Actually, my wife had a great idea just to start checking out some of the cool places here in Atlanta where we don't have to travel, where we don't have to be quarantined. And ironically that she brought that up because there's a great new book out called 111 Places in Atlanta That You Must Not Miss. The author, Travis Taylor, joins us on the show. Travis, thanks for coming on. Hi there. Thanks for having me. And congratulations on a marriage. I saw um, saw it on Twitter this afternoon. So uh, congrats. Thank you so much. Yeah, so um, I'm not a native, but I feel like I have. I've been here since August of 96. And uh, I I thought I knew all the cool places in Atlanta, but uh, you've you've come up with 111 places that that I can't miss. Now I don't want you to divulge all 111, obviously, because okay. I want folks to to uh, buy the book. But uh, for someone that's been here a while, or even uh, a native, uh, give me one or two spots that that we might not know that we can go check out. That'd be pretty cool. Sure, sure. Well, first of all, I thought I knew Atlanta before I started writing the book. I've been writing a tourism blog, Wonderlust Atlanta, for more than 10 years which helped me get the contract for the book. So I thought I knew Atlanta. There's a lot more out there than what I realized. A couple of my favorites that um, I've discovered in the process, one is the Gravity Monument. It's next to the physics building on the um, campus of Emory University. Another is the Peace Tree at the Atlanta History Center. It's, we have the world's first peace garden, and there's a peace tree down at the way front of the lawn of the Swan House at the Atlanta History Center. Uh, go um, back to the first one. So yeah. w- at Emory University, what is there? Uh, what? <laughs> it's a, I know, right? <laughs> it's a gravity monument. It's a monument. It looks like a um, gravestone. Okay. Um, and the guy who placed it, it was, he, he lost his baby sister um, who drowned, so he had this huge grudge against gravity. And a friend uh, convinced him to start a, an organization that um, would create an environment for learning about gravity. So he did that. He created the Gravity Foundation, and they placed only a few. There are only a handful of these in the country, but he placed these monuments at universities around the country. Emory is one of them, and the schools, when they were placed, they got either cash or their physics programs or stock. Emory got $5,000. Wow. And um, look at that. I, I mean, I've I've been to Emory many times. I've never heard of that. Uh, talking to yeah. Travis Swan on the Mark Aram show, the author of 100 places, 111 places in Atlanta. You must not miss. Now, when you say Atlanta, so the, the phrase Atlanta is thrown around pretty liberally. Do you mean the city of Atlanta or the metro area? Metro area. I personally believe that you don't get the full Atlanta experience unless you go. OTP. Uh-huh. There's a lot. There's a lot of Atlanta. Atlanta is a huge place. And to me, the full flavor of Atlanta includes ITP, OTP. Yeah. So this isn't just, you know, inside the city limits. How far out do we go in the book? 
We go out as far out as Cartersville. So okay. Maybe 10% of the book is OTP. The vast majority of it is um, inside the perimeter. Yeah. And and what would uh, what would get me to go out to not that I don't love Cartersville and go out there uh, many many times, but is there a certain attraction in Cartersville that that could draw some folks? The one that made me want to put them in the book is the Booth Western Art Museum, which is Georgia's second largest art museum. It's the world's largest exhibition space for Western art, but they have a presidential gallery there, so they have a portrait and a handwritten letter signed by every president from George Washington to present day. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? I kind of like don't even want uh, to put this interview on the air so it doesn't get all <laughs> crowded. I want to go up there and check these out before everyone. That's amazing. So uh, the book is 111 Places in Atlanta You Must Not Miss. I know you've been, you've been writing the blog for 10 years. When mm-hmm. did the idea for the book come in and how quickly were you able to, to get all these places together? So it's, it's a global series. The publisher is in Cologne, Germany, and there are about 400 books in the series. So I got to do the one for Atlanta. Um, I learned about it through Virginia Willis, a local chef. I was at the Cook's Warehouse for a cooking show, a uh, cooking class with Virginia and Natalie Dupree. Um, after the class, we stayed and got our book signed, and Virginia was telling me about it. They had approached her. She didn't have time, but she knew my blog, and I've known her for years, and she introduced us. And about a year after that, we went to contract, and... Um, it took a little over a year to write and photograph the book. Um, rare in this, for this series, I'm the author and the photographer. Now, it, it, how possible would it be for someone like me to knock out a hall, all 111 places? Is this a doable uh, venture? Absolutely. There's also, Publisher has a 111 places challenge. So if you um, sign up at the milestones of 50, 75, and 111 places, you can win books from other cities. That sounds awesome. Now, was did, they, did the publisher say, all right, you have to come up with 111 places, or is that the number you just landed on? So the publisher is in Cologne. Their lucky number is 11. Okay. Um, they added <laughs> added another one to it so they'd have enough places to actually make a book. Uh huh. Um, and they actually have an annual celebration every year that starts at 11, 11 a.m. on November 11th. That's pretty interesting. So what was what was 112? What just missed? <laughs> I think well, one of the cool things about this is there is a backup list for uh, places in case something closes during the next year or so. And just before, well, actually, yeah, just before it went, the book went to print, the pandemic hit. So, and there have been one or two closures. So, but we'll do an update every year or so. Excellent. So, well, I'm excited. I love Atlanta, and I love checking out cool new places. I thought I knew everything, but apparently I know very little about the city that I love. Uh, the book is 111 Places in Atlanta that you must not miss. Uh, Travis Taylor, where can folks get the book? They can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Go to 111places.com. Okay. And look for the Atlanta book, and there's like five different avenues through which you can buy it. And some local gift shops and uh, bookstores will have it as well. Excellent. Any bookstore can order it for you. Well, I, I plan I, I plan on trying to knock out the list uh, as soon as possible, and when I do, uh, I'll get you back on and give you my insights. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Travis. Chuck's House of Stone did not make the list. It was a hundred. It was one hundred and thirteen. Don't know why. Chuck's House of Stone was one hundred and thirteen. There was a baseball card store in Massachusetts that I went to called uh, Ron's House of Cards. Okay. Yeah, Chuck's House of Stone. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, before we get to Johnny Kilbasa, have you guys have we talked about this yet? 
don't know. Have you watched Cobra Kai yet on uh, Netflix? I just watched a, a short review on it, and everybody really loved it. So, <sighs> and everybody keeps telling me I need to watch it. But so, like, if you're my age and Karate Kid is one of your favorite movies of all time, yeah, it's a must watch. Is it's it? a trip down memory lane. It's okay. It, I binged it real quick, both seasons. There's a third season coming out yeah. now. Yeah, they brought it on Netflix. It was on YouTube, and no one watched it. Then Netflix got it, and it's going crazy. Okay, it's not good. Okay. That's what they said. Yeah. This isn't um, The Wire or The right. Sopranos, all right? It's it's Cobra Kai. It is not a good show, but it's awesome. I loved it. If you're so my it's like age, the new Bill and Ted movie? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that it's yet. Really, it's, yeah. it's, it, it falls in the same category. All right, good stuff. Uh, let's hit that fast food review button there, Johnny Kilbasa. No, we got nothing? All right. I've tried. All right. I told him to call the hotline if it didn't work. All right, that's okay. We'll talk to Don first before we get to Johnny Kilbasa. Don, what's cooking, bud? Hey, bud. How you doing? Excellent. Congratulations on your marriage there. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, you were talking last week and, and just a while ago about if you're in the, the baseball cards. Mm-hmm. I know where you can get the sleeves for them here in Atlanta. You get 102 in a pack for $4.99. Wow. They have me at GameStop. GameStop. How about that? Yeah, I was I was in there. They had back there when I got I started at Linux, and they had one on Howell Mill. They got one on Howell Mill Road too. Yeah, that's right near my there. house. Look at that. Right up there. Yeah, but they got 102 to a pack for their polyethylene polyethylene sleeves. Yeah. There for four, four, 102 for four ninety nine. Four bones. That's not a that's not a bad deal, Don. Good looking they, out. They, they, they had a bunch of packs there too, so I said, I, I, "Let me call Martin, tell him if he can't find them." I know you said you've seen them for forty-eight. Uh, was it forty-eight dollars a box? They're crazy, yeah. They, because went, they went up. There's such a shortage of them during the COVID. Yeah. All right, so I'll yeah. check that out tomorrow after work. Okay, as soon as you go past the cashier, you take a look right there on the left, right down on the bottom shelf there, where the Pokemon cards are. My man. All right, good stuff, Don. Thanks, buddy. All right, bud. All right. GameStop, right? That's right around the corner from my house. Gary is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Gary. Hey, Mark. How are you? What's up, brother? Hey, I'm going to class this thing up here. I got two spots you got to try to eat. All right. (laughs) The first one, there's a BP station in Dunwoody, a gas station at the corner of Mount Vernon and Chambly, Dunwoody. Best burgers in town. Billy's Burgers. No, they've got a little. It's in the BP station. They've got a little. Uh, it's a Mexican taqueria. Oh, all right. I didn't know about that one. Totally legit, and I love to bring like introduction meeting with uh, prospects to eat there because they're blown out of their minds. Like we're walking into a BP. We're gonna get dip. Are we gonna buy a coke? What are we gonna do? And I'm like, no, this is where we're eating. Uh, is that phenomenal. is it the BP near uh, the old Hickory House barbecue place? Yes. Okay. Yes. Too bad the Hickory House is gone. Yeah. I'm like walking out of there, smelling like. Uh, but I, I know where that like BP smoke. is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Outstanding. And then, are you ready for this? I am. Two gas. Two gas stations. Okay. There's there's a place called the, I think it's the NF Burger. Here, let me just. Yeah, that's it. That's the the NFA, not F. Then, yeah. NFA burger. Yeah, we've yeah. had we've had that guy on the show. He's awesome. I got to run because we got to do a quick fast food review with Johnny Kilbasa. And now on the Mark Aram show, it's time for the fast food review. 
Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight We Don't Want to Know, Johnny Kilbasa sounding amazing in the ever so popular <laughs> fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I don't know how we pulled that off, Mark, but thank you, Longoria, for bringing me into the 21st century with your fancy internet technology, Mark. It sounds so good. Ha- All right, delayed, so we don't have so much time. Weird. you got about two minutes, Johnny K. What's on the menu tonight, buddy? Happy... It's finally here. Happy spicy nuggets from McDonald's Day, everybody. We talked about it a long time ago, and now it's finally here. And if you go to McDonald's, they're going to give you six free spicy nuggets if you order six, as long as you order through the app. So you got to go get your McDonald's app and then order six spicy nuggets, and they'll throw in six more nuggets just for you. Free, Mark Aylwine, I know you're listening right now. Download the McDonald's app. And get your six free spicy nuggets from McDonald's. Buy one, get one free. Only on the app. Only on the app. And they've got the new sauce there. It's supposed to be cayenne pepper. It's got chili peppers. I don't think it's that. You know, it's not overly spicy. Of course, they're not going to have spicy for the masses. It's going to be too spicy for everybody. It's just spicy enough. Nice little... Change of pace for all you nugget lovers out there. Can I, you know, you know my my sensitive stomach. Can I go the sweet and sour on these spicy? Do you should I mix the sauces up or stick with? Oh what yeah, I love me? mixing the sauce. I, I like taking the mustard and mixing it in with the spicier sweet Ooh. sauces too. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Get a, get two of them all and experiment. Set up a little laboratory with all your sauces. Do a little dip here, dip there. Okay, write down some notes. Dip there, dip there. Write a little more notes. You'll find your own combination, everybody. Johnny K sounds so good on this. Uh, it's a good job, Longoria. Um, yeah, all right, excellent. So it's a red-letter day, literally, in McDonald's history. The spicy nuggets have have hit the ground running. Johnny K gave us first word on these, and now uh, they have debuted. We appreciate you, as always, and... If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Cabasa on Twitter. Johnny Cabasa rocks on Instagram and 30 podcasts in 30 days on the Sausage Hut podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. Wow, he sounded amazing. It, I, it's just weird. I, I'm not used to it. Yeah, we should have done that 13 years ago. <laughs> uh, we'll come back, finish up. It's the Wednesday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Via the Piccadilly text line, Mark Aylwine says he had the spicy chicken nuggets today for McDonald's. Oh, I thought you were going to say his app. No, he had them already. He must have been first online there. Uh, Longoria, your daughters, are they fans of Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. All right, because I know you had the birthday party at Monkey Joe's. Yeah, we had one at Chuck E. Cheese, but I will not go back there again. They, really? Well, a, I mean, those places are germ fests. Understood. Yeah. Uh, well, they have been uh, hit by the pandemic Yeah. because they are germ fests. Um, and they have, you know those prize tickets you get at Chuck this E. Cheese? This is yeah. so great. They have seven billion of them piled up, and they want to destroy them. And for some reason, they have to get approval through the courts to destroy yeah. them because of creditor issues, whatever. And they're worried <laughs> that uh, the seven billion prize tickets uh, equates to about 2.3 million dollars wow of prizes at the uh, Chuck E Cheese so the courts are going to decide whether or not they can destroy them cuz they don't want them out on the street Longoria's daughter picks them up next thing you know she's got 42 life-size teddy bears <laughs> Yeah, I, like it's not currency. I don't understand this. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, there you go, Chuck E Cheese. I I don't I don't know if I've ever been to a Chuck E Cheese. In my really? Life. Yeah, they weren't around, and we you're not missing uh, anything. Yeah. All right. Wow, Longoria throwing Chuck, Chuck E Cheese? Cheese under the bus. Uh, let's do star of the show there, Longoria. 
Two stars now, of the show. Are you two guys of them. ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Longoria gets one for putting uh, Johnny K on that new thing. And our boss, Drew Anderson, had, uh, he came up with the idea to give Johnny Kibasa a clean feed or whatever it is. So you and Drew, Longoria. That's high cotton. Two Drews. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, Drew. Um, what's tomorrow? Little Sanjay, would you rather? We have a shortened show tomorrow. Oh, yeah. When? We're going to be on from 6 to 7 6 tomorrow. to 7. All right, Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Go to sleep, little baby. One hour tomorrow. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.